0: time waits for no one. And so I want to quote Elizabeth Gilbert, the author here. And I want you to think about where are you wasting time? Where are you missing your life? And what are you willing to give up in order to have the life you're pretending you want? Welcome to the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. I'm Lyann, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to to learning how to ditch the overwhelm to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back, beautiful souls. I am so happy that you have pressed play this week on another episode of the Spiritual Shiftworker podcast. And I also hope that you did not skip the intro clip because the quote that I read. Is going to leave a mark. So, in case you did skip it, I will repeat it. (laughs) And that quote not only was the quote that time waits for no one, I don't actually know who quoted that, Um, but the quote from Elizabeth Gilbert, Elizabeth Gilbert the writer, What are you willing to give up in order to have the life you are pretending you want? And I don't know about you, but when I heard that last Tuesday night, when I went and saw Elizabeth Gilbert in person, it was right at the beginning of her uh, hour and a half sort of lecture. It wasn't a lecture, but her talk. She said that right at the beginning, and I think (laughs) not just myself, but probably the majority of the people in the room, and it was a small gathering probably felt like they'd been kicked in the gut because so often we go through our lives living so much on autopilot, so much on the life takes control that we forget about what we actually want out of this life that we have. And I've got a series of little stories that I want to share today over what's happened since i saw elizabeth gilbert last tuesday but i want you to seriously ask yourself this question and i want you to journal on this question not just today probably for the next little while because if you are at a point in your life where you're feeling unfulfilled you're feeling overwhelmed with life you're maybe not living where you want to live, or you're not making enough money that you think that you need to make more. Uh, Maybe you're not doing the things that light your soul on fire. Maybe you're not in the job that you love. Maybe you're not taking time for yourself. You see where I'm going here? That's why I want you to ask this question to yourself over and over again, as I have for the last (laughs) week. What are you willing to give up in order to have the life you are pretending you want. And I think the reason that this hit me so damn hard is because since I've been on this journey for the last couple of years, it probably started before COVID is that I have been feeling all of those things that I just mentioned, overwhelmed with life, living on autopilot in a job that doesn't fulfill me, you know, being overtaken by day-to-day, taking the kids here and there, making lunches, making dinner, doing laundry, I could go on, right? And unless you are actually consciously aware of what you are doing on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis, you will just continue to do that. That's why self-awareness is the first step in anything. Self-awareness on how you feel, self-awareness on how you respond, self-awareness on how you are acting, playing out, driving to work. It's all self-awareness. And when I heard this quote, it hit me so hard because she was right. I keep saying all these things about this life that I want. And not to say that I'm not grateful and have a wonderful life, But it's okay to dream and it's okay to want other things. It's okay to want bigger things, different things, go different places, experience other places. It's okay to want all that and still be fucking grateful for the life that you have. That is okay. And I hope that you do, that you're really grateful for where you are, for what you have, but also still are dreaming for what you want. It's okay to want more. And so, like I said, I've been journaling and I have been thinking about this quote since last week. And then little, next little bit of this episode this week, I'm going to tell you of a series of things that have happened. And if you have not listened to a couple of my earlier episodes, one with Jess and one with Joanne, I will put the links in the show notes. Those are two really great podcasts to go back to listen to about following that innate wisdom following the breadcrumbs when they show up as we say following the signs expecting good things to happen but then also making decisions based on a knowing on a knowing that there's something more there's something different that you need to do in in the next season or the next chapter of your life and so immediately like the next day I downloaded Elizabeth Gilbert's uh, novel called Big Magic. And just to put it in here, if you do not know who Elizabeth Gilbert is, she is the uh, writer of Eat, Pray, Love, which was, if I recall, um, on the New York Times bestseller list for like three years. It's also a movie, uh, which actually I've never seen, but um, I do recall uh, reading that book a while ago. And her new book, Big Magic, is all about creativity. So it's about really tapping into what is innately inside of us that brings us joy. And she talks about creativity isn't always, you know, something. It's not always meant for the grandiose. It doesn't have to be the big next blockbuster or the next big, you know, New York Times best-selling book. It can be the really simple things, the things that just bring you joy. And that's what led me to this podcast was that the name of the podcast came to me in a download. You know, it came to me one day on a walk and I didn't really know what to do with it. And then as I followed the crumbs and the next things and things popped up into my experience, I'm like, this is the perfect name for a podcast. And sort of that's how this podcast was birthed. But. There are so many other ideas that I've had over the years that have gone to, as we say, idea or inspirational, the inspirational graveyard, because I haven't taken action. Whether that's because it was not the right time, or I let my fears and my doubts hold me back, those limiting beliefs, or it just wasn't meant for me. I don't know. But I do know that when a good idea pops into your head and it feels really good like that knowing in your gut and it keeps coming back to you you have to take action on it otherwise the universe will give it to someone who will take action and this is the story that i want to share because i want you to again to think about things that you have maybe thought about doing, and you've put on the back burner, per se, and then, you know, maybe years down the road, you're like, shit, I should have did that. That would have been really cool. Because you've noticed that someone else has taken your idea, or taken action on it. So, in Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, she talks about writing, starting to write a novel, a novel, a number of years ago. And I'm not going to tell you all the details, but you're going to want to just listen to the story and then you're going to want to go get her book. Trust me. So she talks about writing a book and <laughs> it, you know, she, she got busy with life and she put it away and when she came back to it, yeah, it was gone. Like not her notes, not the physical part of the book, but the inspiration for the book and the idea it was gone. And she just went on and did other things, hoping maybe it would come back, if I recall from her story. And as time went on and she continued and she met another author, I think at a library, she became very, very good friends with the author Anne Padgett. And as they became friends, they started talking about, you know, just how their writing is, and and Elizabeth Gilbert started to tell Anne about this novel that she had started to write. And before they knew it, they were actually talking about the same novel that Anne Patchett was also writing. With a few different little things in here and there, basically it was the same novel. The storyline was basically the same. Anne didn't take, Anne didn't steal that from Elizabeth Gilbert. Elizabeth didn't take action. So the universe gave it to someone else. That is the story that Elizabeth shares in Big Magic. And what I found so fascinating was that as I'm listening to this, I realize in the midst of the story that I have that book, State of Wonder, hidden in my bedside table and so I went and I found it back in there and I was like, I know that I had asked for that book but I don't recall who gave it to me and the funny thing is that I actually have two books of Anne Patchett's in my bedside table, neither of which I have read. And then I realized as I opened the front of the book that there was the gift receipt The book was bought for me in December 2013, 2013. Who waits 10 years, 10 years to read a book? It's not like I had actually forgotten the book was there. I had actually uh, probably about a month or so ago had cleaned out that bedside table. So I knew the book was there, but I kept putting it back in there. And so, I see all of this as a synchronicity. I go and see Elizabeth Gilbert. She's talking about, you know, <laughs> what are you willing to give up in order to have the life you're pretending you want? But she's also in her another, that, that led, led me to Big Magic, which then leads me to this book, of which now, of course, I'm reading. I, do not, I, do, I don't think it's a coincidence that the story of the State of Wonder book is a book that the universe tried to get Elizabeth Gilbert to write and instead gave to Ann Patchett. I don't think it's a coincidence that where I am in this stage of my life, with the numerous (laughs) ideas that I have been sent to inspirational heaven or graveyard, that this is a sign for me to move. That this is a sign for me to figure out what the hell it is that I'm willing to give up in order to have the life that I'm pretending that I want. And so I ask you to do the same. To really ask yourself if you are in a situation where you're not overly blissfully happy with your life. Now, of course, can be blissfully happy every single day but on the overall aspect is there something in your life is there a feeling in your body that you know deep down that you are meant for more that you are meant to be doing something different that there is something on your heart and soul that you need to birth and come into this world I want you to start following the synchronicities. I want you to start following the breadcrumbs and really, really pay attention and open yourself up to all the possibilities of what the universe might give for you. I've written this quote of Elizabeth Gilbert's on a sticky note. It's in my office every day when I get up and I journal and I see that. I take action. I take action on the next thing that I'm going to birth into this world. Because again, it's not that I'm not grateful for my life. I have a great job. I have a great home. I have a great family. And yet there is a yearning inside where I know that I'm meant to be doing something more. And when it all comes down to it, as Elizabeth Gilbert talks about, it is as human beings, as spiritual beings having this human experience, we are all innately creative beings. So whether or not it is about bringing something into the world that is simply for your joy or simply just to say you did it and not have to share it with the world, that's okay, too. But don't let the fears or the doubts or life get in the way of you doing something that brings you joy. You have to make the time. You have to be willing to give something up in order to have the life you're pretending you want. I really want you to journal on this. I really want you to think about that because life is short, my friends. If you think about where you are in your life and this is not to be down on where you are, it's to think, not to look back and say, oh, I wish I had a, I want you to go from this moment forward and say, I'm now going to do the things that light me up, that bring me joy, that bring me happiness. You know, make a decision. And it's not always about giving up something as big as a job and moving on, you know, to to go and live in a cabin and write a novel. It doesn't have to be that you can find time. You can create time in your day to simply do something for yourself, simply to make your soul happy. So, I just found that the whole thing has been fascinating. The whole last week for myself, personally, has been very fascinating. In that, I have had this book that Ann Patchett wrote, but it's linked to Elizabeth Gilbert, which I would never ever have known if I hadn't have gone to see Elizabeth Gilbert. But I also, it's a sign to me to start working on the things that I say I want to take action on the things that I want to do, or to create, because if I don't, the universe will sure as hell give my ideas to someone else who's willing to take action. And that's all I have to say this week, because I think that's enough for you to ruminate on for a couple days, to think about what it is that you want to do, Again, it could simply be getting it out an old sketch pad. Maybe you used to draw when you were younger. Just draw. Maybe you used to paint. Maybe you do want to write a novel and have 10, you know, a 1,000 voice notes on your phone. Get them transcribed. Start writing the book. Maybe it's simply going out for coffee by yourself because you like coffee. Whatever it is, I want you to take action this week. And start taking little steps towards having the life that you want. Your life is now. It's all we have. So, one last time, in case you missed it, I am asking you, and I want you to share this episode, let me know what it is that's on your heart that you want to bring to life, and what are you willing to give up in order to have the life you're pretending to want. Share this episode with someone that you know needs to hear that this week, and we will catch you next week on another episode of the Spiritual Shipworker Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you loved this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shiftworker podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shift Worker and on Instagram at Lianne McGaughy. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.